Hi friends, welcome to the St. Anne Parish Podcast, where we seek to bring people to Jesus, form disciples, and send them to transform the world. We hope you enjoy this episode. There's a lot of drama going on in the gospel between uh, last week and this week. Last week, Peter is on this like just emotional high, I'm sure. There's a point where Jesus asked a question last week, who do you say that I am? And Peter gives the right answer. He says, you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, Jesus says. And he calls him Peter. He gives him a new name, Peter, which means rock. And then he says, and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And then he gives him the keys to the kingdom of heaven to be able to make decisions. Uh, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. You can just imagine Peter being like, let's go. Let's do this. He founds Peter as the first pope of the church. And then today, there's just a lot of whiplash because Jesus shares what his mission is, what the mission of the church will be, how Jesus is going to go to Jerusalem and how he is going to be killed. But he will rise on the third day. And Peter says, get behind me, Satan. I'm sorry. Peter says, I forbid it. And Jesus says to Peter, get behind me, Satan. And you could just kind of sense how strong that would have been, how difficult that would have been for Peter. But this is who Peter is. Peter is one of those people that he, he likes to leap before he looks. Right? He is, if it's a thought in his head, it is coming out of his mouth. That is how he lives his life. And I think there would be a bit of helpfulness if Peter would just take a step back, take a moment, and reflect. If he would listen to the eventual words of St. Paul that we heard in our second reading today, that said, do not, do not conform yourself to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. Rather than just reaction, if he were to be renewed and to discern what he is properly supposed to say, I think that would have worked out better for Peter. Because if Peter would have just told the Lord what he was thinking and feeling rather than forbidding him from suffering, it would have been different. Because Jesus doesn't need a savior. Jesus is the savior. If Peter had told him, I don't want you to die, Jesus would have said, death will have no power over me or you. I am giving my life for you. You whose wages of your sin is death, the gift that I am going to give is eternal life. Yes, I will die, but on the third day I will rise. I think a lot of us have this spirit of Peter, and we get kind of caught up in the busyness and in the roles that we have within our lives, whether that be our work, 
emails that we have to send, calls that we have to return, uh, food that we have to make, kids we have to get ready for school. We just get caught up in this busyness and sometimes we are leaping before we are looking and we are not discerning the will of God and not allowing him to renew us. And so this week I want us to really, as we begin this kind of ministry year. September uh, is the beginning of school. It is the beginning of our ministry year at St. Anne's. I want us to know that the very first thing that we should do before all of the tasks that are before us is that we need to take a step back and allow the Lord to renew us and to discern his will always. And one of the foundational ways that we can do this is our own personal daily prayer. Jesus bids us to take up our cross, to daily deny ourselves, and to follow after him. And we know that Jesus all the time went up on the mountain to pray to his father before he did anything for his father. And we need to do that as well. Now, this sounds simple, and it is, but it's not easy. Over and over again, I find disciples and people who are giving their time to the church and leading other people to Jesus but they don't have a committed daily prayer time. And so I want to speak to us. That is the most important part for starting upon this path of following Jesus is to pray each day, allowing him to renew you. So I want you to discern what is the amount of time that we are supposed to give the Lord each day. Paul says in his advice, offer yourself as a living sacrifice. So as we are living and going throughout this world, we're also supposed to lay down our lives. And I think this is fulfilled very particularly when we give him a daily prayer time. There are some people, and I love them, they will say this to me, Father Edwin, my entire day is a prayer. When I'm driving in my car, I'm driving for Jesus. When I'm answering that email, I'm answering it for Jesus. My whole life is a prayer, and that is beautiful. But the Catechism of the Catholic Church says this in paragraph 2697. Paragraph 2697 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church says, you cannot pray at all times unless you pray at specific times, consciously willing it. And so our daily prayer time is immensely important. And I want us to, as we pray about this, how many minutes are you going to sacrifice and give to the Lord each day? This is an important question because what we can better visualize, we can better actualize within our lives. And I don't like tasks when we're thinking about prayer because we can rush through tasks. I like to think about time and the number of minutes we're going to give the Lord. If you are just beginning your walk with Jesus, perhaps it's five minutes. If you consider yourself a disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ and you've been walking with him for a long time, I think the minimum amount of prayer that we should have on a daily basis is 15 minutes. That's the minimum amount of prayer for a disciple that considers themselves to be following after Jesus Christ and leading others towards him. If we're doing less than that, I think there's a danger that the thing that we are leading people to is not Jesus, but to ourselves. And you are wonderful, but you are not the Savior. 
We want to decrease so that Christ can increase. And I think that happens with a prayer time. So whether or not your prayer time is five minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, it's important for us to know that number that we're going to offer to the Lord because we're not monks. We're not supposed to be in the monastery praying. There are people in the church who do this, just pray for 13 hours a day. That's not you, but you are called to give him time and prayer each day. I would also say this, that your prayer time, as you discern it, needs to be exclusive to the Lord. That means we turn off our cell phones, at least put them on silent. I don't even know where the off button is on my phone. That's how long it's been since I've turned it off. At least put it on do not disturb. And then I would actually say that a prayer that renews us, that allows us to discern the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect, is a time where we're doing nothing else. People will oftentimes tell me, Father Edwin, I pray while I drive. And that is beautiful, I like that. Or I pray while I'm doing the dishes, I like that. You should be doing all of these things. But I don't think that's necessarily the prayer of a committed disciple. Because what are we doing there? We're multitasking. And our prayer that we're giving to the Lord that renews us, I think should be like a sacrifice. If you look at the Old Testament sacrifices, God said, I don't want just any lamb. I want the unblemished lamb. I don't want the plague-ridden lamb with a broken leg. I want the good lamb. And so we want to give the Lord the best of our time. There are oftentimes people who will say, Father, why don't I pray before going to bed? And what they're doing is they're praying like underneath the covers as they're trying to go to sleep. And I love the fact that your last thought about Jesus, uh, your last thought at night is about Jesus. But it's hard to pray and to give ourselves completely to the Lord when we're falling asleep. And so I really want us to think about that because Jesus doesn't need another savior. He is the savior. He needs you to be renewed in him each day so that we can powerfully take up our cross and follow him. And a daily prayer time is the way that we can do that. Let us discern his will in that prayer time so we don't have the whiplash of Peter where one day we're being called to be the rock and the next day he's saying to get behind me, Satan but that we can walk with the Lord confidently in this life and in the life to come. Amen. The St. Anne vision is to bring people to Jesus, form disciples, and send them to transform the world. To learn more about St. Anne, go to stannparish.org. God bless.